What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the All Sports Considered Show, the show where we basically talk about sports and confuse the hell out of you. As always, I'm your host, Dave, chilling here in my family room, next to my oh, dog, yeah. petting oh, her yeah. head. Life is good. Mega professional. To my player. left, I got the legend Juan. Hey! And to my wow. right, I got an even better, bigger legend, Ethan. It's no, a boy, oak legend. tree in the house right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and we're off in a pile of crap, as usual. Hell yeah. Um, Alright, getting into it. With today's show, uh, we're talking about breakouts, breakout players, breakout seasons, players who hadn't been good and then are. Hmm. Yep. Um, nice. Starting with basketball. Yeah, start with basketball. First guy I got, Terry Rozier. Okay. Scary Terry. Hey. So, nice, nice, in nice. the playoffs this year, he was, you know, he was solid, and then he hadn't really done much, and then yeah, yeah. Kyrie goes down with injury. He steps up. I don't know what his post-Kyrie injury stats are, but they were really good. Um, and that, especially in that series against the Bucks, in like game one, I think, when he hit that step back on Chris, just dropped Chris Middleton. Oh, yeah. yeah that was with great. like six, point six seconds left. Yeah, he went from five points in the playoffs, uh, PP like points per game, to sixteen point five points. Yeah, so he, he killed really it. Yeah, shredded. Um, it's going to be interesting this year to watch Boston, um, like yeah. how to deal with having that many good players. So I know. your logical starters are Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, and Al Horford. Yeah, and then and they if got you look at the preseason. Gordon Hayward hasn't looked good playing that hybrid stretch four they've got him playing. And they got hit with so, a Mets bug. And do you like, move? Still good, right? Do you move Tatum to the bench? Do you move Brown to the bench? Do you start Baines? Do you start Marcus Smart? Do you start Terry Rozier? Do you start Marcus Morris? Who the heck do you start? They got nine guys who would right. be starters on pretty much any team, and that's why they're so good. Right. Uh, I got another Celtics guy, Jalen Brown. Um, mm-hmm. His rookie year, there were a lot of doubters. Um, his sophomore year, he stepped up. When Gordon Hayward went down and shattered his ankle five minutes into the year, Terry oh, Rozier, yeah. or Jalen Brown, he just stood up, he stepped up. Jason Tatum also su- surprised, some, surprised Sup- some guys as uh, another breakout. Oh, yeah, he had a great People year. were not expecting that, and then he came out as a rookie. As yeah. every Celtics commentator said like ten times a game, he's a rookie! Yeah. And uh, for some quick numbers here, for his uh, three-point field goal percentage, it's 39.5, so almost a 40 no, field goal percentage. No, this Yeah, this uh, is Jalen Brown. This is Jalen Brown. Oh, yeah, Jalen Brown started shooting that. And, uh, well, and the wow. field goal percentage is uh, 46.5, so almost a 50% field goal percentage. For, and for a for guard? A for a, right. No, Jalen Brown's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. Jalen Brown just finished his yeah, second he, year. He was okay, drafted, so he's, he's, uh, he's drafted in near rookie. He had a really good round, sophomore season. Yeah, but so um, and his effective field goal percentage is fifty four percent. So yeah. also no, that's he played really, really well, and he's super athletic. So that's definitely the, his breakout. Let me just say the duo of Tatum and Brown has the potential to be one of the top three duos the league has ever seen in my eyes, mm-hmm. behind yeah. Jordan, behind Jordan Pippen and LeBron Wade. Tatum Brown is going to go down in history, barring injury. Tatum Brown will be one of the best duos that the league will ever see. Right. Um, next up, I got the Utah Jazz. They were, they were okay. They weren't great. Yeah. They lose their all-star in yeah, Gordon Hayward. And then they step it up. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And they become, they were what, the four seed? Yeah, Donovan Mitchell four just seed. came out of nowhere. Donovan like, Mitchell showed up. Yeah. As a rookie, he slipped down to the 13th pick. The Jazz traded with the Nuggets to get him. 
and then went out and averaged like 20 points a game as a rookie. Right. No one averages 20 a game as a rookie. Right. In the playoffs, he dropped 38 on the Thunder. That's no true. one drops 38 as a rookie in the playoffs. On the, on the Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. yeah. The rookie class this year, let's just say, the rookies were insane. Like, yeah, that was so, good. This is a good especially class sure. Ben Simmons with that one point. I, I believe um, going going into this season, the um, like only one player in the past like 40 years had scored, I think it was 20 points in the playoffs in four consecutive games. It was David Robinson. Mm-hmm. No one had done it as a rookie since. Jalen or Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell both did it. Right. The rookies were insane this year. Even if you don't count Ben Simmons, the rookies were still insane. Right. Yeah. yeah um, they were just insane this year. Absolutely. And they're going to be honestly, possibly even better this year. Probably they're not going to. They're not going to be playing in the playoffs as much. But DeAndre Ayton is going to be good. Marvin Bagley is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Luka Doncic is going to be really good. Trey Young has the potential. To be good, he but he also has the potential the to be part bu- of the, of a bust. He has the he kind of slipped in the last part of the season. Yeah, but he still has that you know Trey Young thing going on, which yeah. is pretty good. Um, Mo Bamba could be good, but can anything good really come out of Orlando? Yeah, true. Like, I mean, they, they gave Orlando away Shaq just and Penny Hardaway like going back. I mean, come they on. had Grant Hill that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, T Mac that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, they drafted Victor Oladipo. And now look what he's doing. He's on my list. We'll get right. to him in a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But they screwed that up. They screwed up Aaron Gordon. They screwed up. They screwed up every single player that well, they drafted. At least drafted. Aaron Gordon came with a few nice dunk contests. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. We will not see in the next, like, five or ten years any dunk contests as good as the Levine and Aaron Gordon dunks. That, I, yeah, I watched that true. over and over. I, I am a Wolves fan, and I go back and watch those, even though we no longer have Zach Levine. Yeah. Honestly, okay, I just got to rant for a bit. So we had Zach Levine yeah. and the 7th, 6th, 6th or 7th pick, mm-hmm. okay? So we flipped that for Jimmy Butler, okay. who now wants out, and the only other yeah. thing we got in that deal is Justin Patton, who hasn't played. He played one game. Hooray, Timberwolves. Um, he, he had, like, a broken foot or something and sat out most of the year, came back, played one game with us, broke his foot again this summer. Um, so he's not doing anything. Jimmy Butler wants a trade. Jimmy Butler's not going to get traded until the Wolves stop asking for insane things. They asked for Ben Simmons, which there, there are about two or three players in this league you can trade for Ben Simmons. Giannis, Anthony Davis. Maybe Harden, LeBron. Uh, not Harden, not Harden. Harden's too old, LeBron's too old. Maybe KD. That's it. Yeah. That's really... Honestly, the only players I would trade for Simmons are Giannis and AD. I mean, when you look at a guy with a 54.5 field goal percentage, I mean, come on. Simmons? Know. Yeah. Simmons. Okay, no. Let's scratch the field goal percentage. He's not a scorer. Um, yeah, he can score, but he is not a scorer. He shot 0% from three-point range. That's true. So that yeah. field goal percentage is inflated. Yeah. Um, but it's the passing. Hmm. He's a 6'10 point guard, and he's got... Almost the best vision in the league already. Eight, 8.2 assists is okay, yeah. 8.2 assists as a rookie is really good. Yeah, that's really good, yeah. He is going to be, in a few years, top five player in the league. Well, definitely. The Sixers are on their way up. Uh, mm-hmm. They were a breakout team this year. They had been in the process of tanking. And then, 
All of a sudden, Joel Embiid gets a full season, Ben Simmons comes back from injury, J.J. Redick steps it up, Covington steps it up, Sarge steps it up. Even without Fultz, bam, they were like 50 wins Mm, and went fairly deep in the playoffs. Right. They are going to be really good. Trust the process. Um, I hate the Sixers. I hate Sixers fans. Um, But they're going to be really good. Philadelphia fans overall aren't good. They are not. Um, um, like the the Phillies fans that I met are pretty good. Eagles fans, yeah. Eagles the Phillies actually, fans are like okay. Like Eagles okay. fans, yeah. Eagles fans are pretty nice, but it's they're not bad. They're not good. They're not. No, like Nova fans can Fly- be okay. in your face. So Flyers fans, Flyers for you two who don't know it. Oh yeah, yeah. A hockey team. Are yeah, they the they ones who just stuff. got that news? Like creepy ass. I think they always say like Crosby sucks. Crosby sucks. And then well, Crosby it's not just really that. They they're some of like the rudest like. They will throw, like, you know how uh, Mariners fans will throw beer cans at people. Uh, <laughs> like these, you. Yeah, these people will throw popcorn. We had one guy who threw a squid at someone. That's... A squid? Hold up. Squid. Hold up. Hold How the hell did he get up. a squid into a hockey stadium and then throw it at someone? There was um, this guy, a teenager, he was in the news a few months ago. He brought in, it was either a squid or a crab inside his pants, and he threw it onto the... Capitals ice. Okay, I so, think I think that goes beyond just being a rude fan. I think that guy has some issues mentally. Moving you know? on. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, all right. Next, Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, and the Pelicans. Um, yeah. Davis, yes, he had been good. Yeah. Boogie Cousins screws up his Achilles, and Anthony Davis goes out the rest of the season averaging like thirty and fifteen. True. Um, yeah. I got him for MVP this year. I had Giannis. Now I got AD. Because he's just going to go out. My prediction for his season this year, and this is going to sound insane, 33 and 15. Hmm. Huh. That sounds insane. That sounds, yeah, that's he a little bit too much. But that is my prediction. Because he's going to be super good. Um, and the Pelicans, their second best player is Drew Holiday. Good as he is, he's not like ball dominant. Yeah, but he's a very good defender, though. He he's is. A he's really defender. good. But he's not ball dominant, which means yeah. Anthony Davis is going to get every shot he wants. He's going to get all the rebounds, and yeah, and then he's just going to he's just going to slaughter the league. Even for year. a for a big man like him, you know, like a center power forward, you know, he still had yeah. a pretty decent field goal three percentage. Yeah, no, it was like 34, 35, which is like just pretty good, good. which is pretty yeah. good for a, for um, a center. Yeah, so he just know? really the Pelicans hadn't been doing anything. And then DeMarcus Cousins goes down and they get better. That's true. Yeah. And they shattered the Blazers in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a Blazers fan, I can, I can, I can prove that. Yeah. Yep. And they're just, they're going to be good. They're not going to be great unless they get another really good young, like, wing. They, yeah. they need a couple wings. If yeah. they can get those, they could be, like, contending with the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm still kind of sad that the Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis duo never really worked out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't great, know if anybody can contend with the Warriors right now. I mean, to be honest, I mean the Warriors are just kind of <sighs> overpowered. It see, here's what could happen. Best case scenario for us who hate the Warriors is they have too much talent, or they get apathetic. Too much talent, and then they have only one ball for all those five yeah, players. One ball for five All Stars really yeah. Yeah. doesn't work. Does yeah. yeah. Yeah, if they um, choose to be like that, be like. So we'll see. If they choose to be like and Virginia in the March Madness, you know, and be like, oh, we're we're too good, you know, against 
you know, UMBC yeah, level Yeah, they were just thinking, players. Virginia was thinking ahead. Yeah. And then it um, they didn't, didn't even, work out. They didn't even, like, look at the game they were facing, look at the next game, the next game, right? Um, I feel like if the get there. NBA Finals have, if the Warriors make it, which I'm saying is a 99.9% chance that they're going to make it. Well, if they don't, it's like... If they don't, if the Warriors don't make it. That would be awesome. That would actually make a fun NBA Finals. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. Okay, other breakouts. Victor Oladipo. Yeah. Everyone knows this. He was most improved this year. Um, he had been so he gets drafted by Orlando. He goes through like four coaches in three years, I think. Yeah. Um, so never has consistent coaching. Never really has a consistent role. He was sometimes starting. He was sometimes coming off the bench. He wasn't getting a consistent amount of shots. He wasn't getting the same amount of touches game on a game to game basis. Mm. There's no consistency. Right. He gets traded to OKC during the season after KD had just left, and it's Russell Westbrook's give-me-the-ball-and-get-out-of-my-way season. Mm-hmm. Right. You could argue that's every season for him, but it was the season yeah. he goes out and he averages his first triple-double. and Has his stats, really. You know. By the way, if you didn't know, he averaged a triple-double this season, yep. but no one cared. Yeah. And Which is why he shouldn't have won MVP that year. Triple yeah. double and all, yeah, great. But James Harden deserved it more. And Kawhi, oh yeah, Kawhi Leonard in my eyes was the MVP that year. No, James Harden was better. I had I had Kawhi that year, but that was just me. Was it? Was that? The, are you talking about the Russell Westbrook year? Yeah, or this I'm talking year? about. No, I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard this year. He played nine yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against the Zaza. Uh, Raptors are a, are a breakout candidate. Yeah. They actually, you could say they broke out this year. They had a franchise record 59 wins, but. If you don't do anything in the playoffs, then then what's the point? What's yeah? What would you break out from? Yeah, really. You you had more wins and you still lost to LeBron, right? In the second round, in like four games. Yeah, exactly. The Raptors and the Raptors knew that, and they blew up their team, and they had to blow up their team, so they went out and they flipped Demar for Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. Right. Um. Okay. So over the course of uh, another breakout. Over the course of his career, really, not so much this year, but Giannis. Hmm. Um, he came in the league. He was very raw talent. I think he averaged like eight points a game his rookie year. Mm-hmm. And then it jumped up to like 16, and then 20, and then 24, and then this year it was like 29. And he is my dark horse for MVP this year. Hmm. Um, the question is, if the three-point shots can start falling... Yeah. At about 34 or higher percent. If that happens, over really over his career, he could end up being the best player the league has ever seen. Right. Um, if he can't pull that off, he, he'll still be really good. Right. M- an MVP or two, um, he could be like... for He'll be first-team All-NBA for most of his career. Right. Um, but I don't know what his ceiling is if he can't get that three-point shot in this league where mm-hmm. every year the... The league takes more threes, and yeah. advanced analytics are telling us that if you're not taking a three and you're not shooting at the rim, then you're not shooting at all. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. All right. And last player I got on my list is Andre Drummond. Yeah. This year, yeah, he stepped it up. He led the league in rebounding, 16 a game. Um, he went from, like, one assist a game to, like, four or five. Um, the Pistons still didn't do much. But they now are looking like a team that could do something. They got Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. my man's Luke Kennard. Mm-hmm. You might not think he's ever going to do anything. I might not think he's ever going to do anything, but he could. Right. Um, so Andre Drummond steps up. 
gets all those assists. I mean, and he got a lot of rebounds too. Yeah, six, yeah, yeah. Rebounds. Six, let the league, let the league. Sixteen rebounds. Sixteen, let the 16 lead. rebounds a game is let a lot. More than yeah, in rebounds. He's he a good rebounder already. Now he's a great rebounder. Yeah. Um, I'm out of things to talk about for basketball. Okay, so let's turn it to baseball then. Yeah, let's. I'm gonna hand it over to you. All right. So first uh, off, Chris, the, the let's start with this. Christian Yelich. Yeah. No. The if he doesn't become the MVP, then I'm saying okay, the MLB is rigged towards the popular teams. Because if yeah. people like Javier Baez win the MVP, or even people like Matt Carpenter win the MVP, which I think those two are like good, really good players, mm-hmm. but they're not like Christian Yelich. You know, yeah. let's just pull up some stats here. Uh, Christian Yelich, um, I mean, God, this guy has been insane. You know, with like a he had a three three twenty six batting average mm-hmm. in the regular season. Um, he also had like a he had a one OPS in the regular season mm-hmm. too, and I mean like holy crap, this guy is good. Right? He had 36 home runs, right? He was just an all-around good player, right? And he, he was kind of like like the essence of the Brewers. It's like mm-hmm. a good player that people were sleeping on was like, I would consider him like probably one of the most like really underrated for who he is, right? I mean, yeah, everybody knows him, but yeah, that's because he's really good. People are sleeping overall on the Brewers as a team. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, big time. Let me pull up some numbers here. 598 slugging percentage, insane. 402 OPS on base percentage. That's pretty good. Yeah. A 1.0 OPS. I mean, that's that's like that's like good, but not that's like really good, but not really great. Mm-hmm. But for like a he he seems more like a contact hitter type. So you know, but like right now in the postseason, he is not so. Hot. Yeah, no, he's, he's bad in 167 though. Again, yeah, 167. True. One is that like one or two for 12? He does have a homer. So that's I guess that's yeah, what that's I'm true. Saying. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of interesting because even their top guy Christian Yelich. Not doing well. The Brewers still swept. They're on a 12-game winning streak. That kind yeah. of just like represents how strong the Brewers are. You know, they have guys like Mike Mustakas. You know, like Moose. Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich, Travis Ryan Shaw. Braun is Travis Shaw. Yeah. And Ryan Braun is like their fifth guy, and he's still like Ryan Braun. You know, the 2011 MVP, right? Even then, he's like not even their top guy, and he's still really good, which kind of just. Dis- uh, Shows how stacked the Brewers are. Even on the pitching side, their starting pitching never was there. Like really, I mean, Chase Anderson kind of fibbled a little bit. He was okay. He was not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, um, but Miles, he kind of came in the middle of the season and started like being at lights out. Um, their guy Jeffries, Josh Hader. Even though Josh Hader was kind Josh of racist, Hader, they said but, he was racist, right? Yeah, he was racist because everybody's like, okay, somebody has a bad game. Let's go look on Twitter and try yeah, to see exactly. what bad tweets they have. Yeah, it was like tweets from eight years ago too. Yeah, I know too. And he said he was sorry. I mean, I still think he's really. really I still good think he's kind of a. I like yeah, him. Yeah, kind of. It kind of tarnishes his reputation. I mean, like but. for example, the Brewers, like well, the Milwaukee fans. Because first of all, Milwaukee, it's not a state; it's a cheese country. So you need to be more lenient <laughs> towards their yes. people. But make, um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the Brewers are just like insane, and they even got guys like Jeffries mm-hmm. and Knable wasn't that great this year, but he's still Knable, yeah. right? Um, he still had like a 3.5 ERA and like 16 out of 19 opera- uh, saves out of opportunities, which is not a lock, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty solid. Um, but like, I just want to point out Hater, who people are hating on Hater, but right now in the postseason, he's pitched 5.1 innings, okay. still hasn't given up a run, eight strikeouts, no walks, is insane. Okay, yeah, I can't, I can't call. Uh, just a sec. All right, yeah, keep going. 
So that just that the the low ERA in the postseason is really helping the Brewers. Oh yeah. The, the eight strikeouts already in five point one innings is still is really good. All he does no, no, I is strike him out. Okay. And does anyone know? Does anyone here know who drafted yeah. him? Who drafted Hater? What team? Who? The Orioles. Oh, okay. I have a little I have a little tidbit. In the nineteenth round of the fucking draft, you draft him. Okay, so I have a little tidbit about the Royals here. Like, Arietta and, uh, like, who is that again? Pedro Strope. They went to the Cubs, and they became, like, all-stars, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then there's a ton of other, like, examples of the Orioles having good pitch, like, bat, like pitchers that underachieve mm-hmm. on their team that get traded to other teams. Like, those are just two examples. And I'm like, this is a trend. This is that the Orioles cannot develop pitching. Mm-hmm. They have always they had a problem. They can't develop. I mean, anything. when they were good, they had <laughs> they good offense. They can't develop a win. <laughs> yeah, they can't develop. One twelve losses, one guy's yay. Like, they can't develop anything. Like, when they were good, they had good offense, bad pitching. That's always been their problem. Now they have bad offense, bad pitching, and that's what led to their downfall this season. Now, the, right? one, the one player, so the Orioles got rid of Manny Machado. Yeah, they're one good now, player. They're they're like dying now. They're just yeah, like you know. Usually when play when uh, teams tank, it's like okay, at least next season will be better. I really can't say that about the Orioles. They're just in a really bad spot right yeah. now. Yeah, and Machado. You know? As much as I despise him, I hate him. Yeah. I think he's a thug. I'm telling the world right now. I just I just don't <laughs> like him. Yeah, he's right now. People are lopsided with whether he's shitty in the postseason or he's good in the postseason. Because people are like he's batting two thirty eight. Other people, he's got three homers right now. They come at good times. They yeah. help his team win. That's so. kind of how baseball is moving nowadays. It's like lower batting averages, higher home run rates. It's like, eh, you know, you can get a guy who bats 220, 20, 200 strikeouts, but he hits 20 home runs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? You know, it's kind of like the batting average is kind of fading away for stats like the OPS and the slugging percentage and the homers. Yep. So it's kind of interesting, a, a, a more progression of, um, you know, Baseball. I, I just want to say As this right now, just because I'm sitting here and I'm wondering what's going to happen with the Astros right now. Who's yeah? First, they they've got number one. They're they're top four players. The top four players in the average right now for for the postseason are all Astros players. It's right. Bregman, who I think has had a breakout year. Bregman right. has just been absolutely incredible. Look at look at his postseason test right now. He's had nine at bats, which doesn't seem like I can judge someone based off of that. Five for nine, two homers, two doubles, insane. Then again, they didn't sweep the Indians. There wasn't that many games. Yeah, to play, so, you know, yeah. they had three games, right? Maybe. Three games. They they beat them all. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they just destroyed I mean, them. That means it's like uh, three at bats per game, which is like it's like not quite a starter. But it's like a starter that, that like just said nope after the seventh inning. Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of a starter that said nope, Clayton Kershaw oh boy. said nope. Yeah. I'm gonna go three innings and allow five earned runs because I'm trash. <laughs> it's like uh, Clayton Kershaw. Ever since he faced the Cardinals in uh, 2013, he's just been like postseason chokes. <laughs> oh God. I mean, he's had just, so many of them. They're like he's all rested up and he's ready to go. And you're like. Hey, don't you think it's odd that this pitcher we've never heard of just hit a homer off of Kershaw in the postseason? <laughs> oh, God, Woodruff, Woodruff. Oh, my God. Now everyone knows his name because it's either Dodgers fan is Kershaw, that stupid pitcher, or everyone else in the world like, thank you, you're awesome. Yeah. Oh, man, I was so happy when Woodruff hit that homer because it's like it's like a, 
like a David versus Goliath situation when you mm-hmm. talk about market size, you know, LA versus Milwaukee. You know, so I want to like, I want to interrupt real quick because we got a Woj bomb. Um, so Joakim Noah, he got stretched, he got waived, um, and now apparently this is a miracle. The Wolves coach Tom Thibodeau, who's been reassembling his former Bulls, he got yeah. Derrick Rose, he got Lou Aldang, he got Taj Gibson, he got Jimmy Butler. He doesn't yeah. want him. Oh yeah! Thank the Lord. <laughs> the Wolves yes, are not going to get Noah. stuck with Joakim Noah, Mister. I'm going to shoot the ball like with, with my hands, like pointing towards the sky, and yeah. shove them outward. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's the Woj bomb. You can get back right, to cool, it. Cool. I want to talk about also. It's like, I mean, like if you talk about like Jacob Degrom should be the Cyan winner for this year yeah. because. The the win stat has kind of become outdated. Yeah, you're because, on the Mets. How many games yeah. are you gonna win? Probably not many because yeah. you're like related to the Orioles in terms of how many times you lose. Exactly. But, he had a ten war. Ten war. Nobody gets a ten war. Like it says here, like this is just a basic thing. Two two plus wars a starter, five plus wars an all star, eight plus wars an MVP. Mm-hmm. He has two more war than the MVP threshold. Like, he should be the Cy Young winner. And he's honestly an MVP yep. candidate in my mind. I mean, if you look at it, like, uh, Felix Hernandez was also one with that, like, a lackluster winning percentage, mm-hmm. but he led the league in ERA and strikeouts. I mean, mm-hmm. Jacob deGrom is kind of like that. You know, yeah. he's on a crappy team, but he's a really good pitcher. So that's now, let's my, just my note this. Two, if your ERA is above three, that's, that's like, sort of the, like, the ground point for your app. If you're under three and your ERA is in the twos, you're... You're, you're counted as, like, a pretty good pitcher. You're but good. if your ERA is under 2.5, from 2 to 2.5, you're considered an elite pitcher. Exactly. What about someone's ERA for the season set that's under 2? Yeah, 1.7. 1.7, Jacob DeGrom. 1.89, Blake Snell. He should be the AL. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. So underrated, so underrated. Let's let's just say his record. First of all, he's on the Rays. The Rays aren't on a winning team. 21-5 and five yeah. is his record. That's crazy. Twenty-one and actually, five. no. The Rays have over like fourteen games above five hundred. They, they were just ALD. They were just in they were in the ALD. Like, right? If the Red Sox had a shitty year, the Yankees would still be up there. The Yankees yeah. would still have a chance. We if just they were in the AL year. Central. The Rays would have probably won the AL Central. Yeah, I know. It's just a bunch of trash teams there. Yeah, I that's mean, the problem. Like another one is, uh, I mean, Javier Baez. Like he was good in the first start of the year, but he kind of slipped a little bit. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I don't. I'm not going to write him off completely because. Just because he's a Cub, I mean, he had really good stats this year. 881 OPS, I mean, that's pretty good. He had a good, solid, uh, like a really good first half and a solid second half. But I don't think he's going to become the MVP when you have Christian Yelich in there. And another one who kind of, like, broke out in the middle of the year. I mean, he wasn't, like, a rookie that broke out, but he was kind of, like, he slept yeah. in, the, in the beginning of the year and then broke out Hobby. at the end of the year. Is, uh, oh, yeah, and Matt Carpenter is, is another okay. one. Carp, carp boy. Um, so how do you like Salsa? What about salsa? Like the food? Or are you <laughs> yeah, about yeah. Player? Pretty like salsa. Um, it's just how so, it start off. Um, like, I just wanted, like, in the first start of the year, I remember I was like, God, this guy sucks. He was batting 150 with, like, a 323 OPS. I was like, okay, you know, Carpenter's done. Because his batting average over the years has gotten increasingly worse because he was trying to get more home runs. But in the, in the, in the middle of the year, he was just like, okay, I'm going to stop this. And he started just, like, mashing the ball. With an 897 uh, OPS, doesn't seem like amazing, but if you if you like factor in that he sucked at the first part of the year, it was like okay, mm-hmm. this guy's really good. Like he didn't show up in, in September that much, 
But during a time when the Cardinals, it's like he he followed the 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 like the trajectory of the Cardinals winning. It's like August he was insane. You know, the beginning of June he was insane. In in September he was solid, just like the Cardinals solid. But then didn't didn't show up. We got swept by the Brewers to end the season, so that's cool. Cool. Way cool. to end the season. I just want to say this one thing because I found it stupid that people were hyping up Jose Ramirez and saying, "Oh yeah, he's gonna be the." MVP. Oh yeah, uh, I just like to say he got to the the postseason. <laughs> yeah. Oh for eleven. Oh god, he didn't even get a hit in the postseason. He got a sack fly for one RBI. That was that was his postseason. Yeah. Oh for eleven. God. Which is not good at all. I mean, he did have a seven point nine WAR in the regular season. Mm-hmm. He was good, but like like just like the Indians, he didn't show up in the postseason, yeah. and neither did the Rockies show up in the postseason. I mean, they got two runs. Over three games, two runs over three games with a stacked hitting core like Charlie Blackman, Trevor Story, and Nolan Arenado. Two runs over three games, guys. Two runs over three games is a lot. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. two runs over three games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's more than my baseball team used to score. Hey, <laughs> I used to play on the worst baseball teams. Oh, nice. Uh, they were. I was like, hey, how about the Red Sox? Run. Twenty-six runs over four games. 16 and 1. But 26 runs over one game. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Oh, it's it's happened. Oh, I yeah. know it's happened, but yeah. I'm never going to happen now. 16 just, and 1 against the Yankees. I don't care. See, now if we lose the World Series, all these Yankees fans are going to be like, oh, you, well, we've at 27. Uh, you lost 16 to 1. Shut up. I saw this thing that was like, dead at 27, showed all these celebrities dead at 27, and then showed the Yankees. Yeah. And I was like... Pretty much. If you're thinking mm. about the, the new... Like, it's a new era of baseball. Yankees, time for you to step down. Red Sox have stepped up. So have the Cardinals. Actually, yeah. the Cardinals were always... Well, the Cardinals there, you know? were always, like, consistent. Yeah. Like, now the Yankees, um, from in the last... Yeah, 20 you know. years, one championship. Actually, we're not going to count yeah. 1999, 2000 after that. We're counting 2000. No, 2000, let's call it with, with the 20th century. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, one championship, I mean, eh, it's okay. It's, it's a lot better than a lot of teams. But, but now it's the, not... the two teams that have done well, or actually three teams, should I say, the Cardinals, how many of you had two? Two, yeah, two. two. Now, the, the breakout team in this era, the Giants, who are now Giants. shit because yeah. Madison Bumgarner, their best pitcher. I don't know if you've heard about this. Med he Bum. had a dirt bike incident. <laughs> he was riding his dirt bike, and he got hurt, so he couldn't pitch. Yeah, now he... now And then, uh, like, I think, uh, honestly, Bochi has one more year. Like, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it outright. He has one more year because he's led the Giants to two lackluster seasons, even though the Giants have the highest payroll in the league. Yeah. You know? Well, now the highest payroll in the league goes to da 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 Rhythms. The Phillies. Really? The Phillies. Phillies. And they're going to go. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're going to try and get Machado. And, and they're going to try and get Harper. Yeah. Now, I, Harper, Harper's going to try and get as much money as he, he can because his agent, his agent, I don't know his name because I don't keep track of his yeah. Do you know his agent's name? No idea. No. His, I, I, his I really... agent is the one who got A-Rod that like $300 million oh, deal. He's... So he should get the agent that got Bobby Bonilla his one million a yeah. year retirement plan. Yeah, I know. From the Mets. Okay, just, that was stupid. I mean, come on, Mets, just do your math. They were like, okay, well, we don't have to use yeah. this five million. We can buy. We can get other players. It's like, but you have to pay thirty million dollars yeah. total down the road. Harper did not have a breakout season. He was one player that oh. was absolute shit. He made the All Star game. I'm sorry, Mom, for saying that <laughs> Harper is shit. But you know he was shit. I'm sorry. He was a starter. We just not talk about how All Star game. 
Can Why? We, can we just not talk about how terrible the Nats season was? <laughs> yeah, Let's was... just say, for all you people yeah. listening, can if you're not? from Maryland, fuck the Orioles. If you're from D.C., fuck the Nats. I'm a Red Sox fan. I hate you guys. Well, but, hey, um, yeah, hey. I was just like, I was kind of, I felt bad for Nats, honestly, because it's like they've had, they haven't really had a good... Well, yeah, here's the thing. I like I'll my um, likingness. I don't know if that's a word. I don't care. My likingness for a team is dependent upon a number of factors. If I like or dislike a player by a large margin, and if they're managers... Oh, yeah. Okay. First off, the the Nets manager, Dave Martinez. Who the hell is the... Oh, Oh, he's shit. (laughs) Yeah. The The players like him, but like the fan base are all like... So it's kind of like... It's like a a crappy version of Matheny. Like, Matheny was like a good... But he wasn't a good strategist. He was mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, I, I'm kind of glad we got rid of Matheny. And then we got this guy, Mike Schilt. I was like, Wompst is Mike Schilt. And like, I'm like, oh, he's actually getting, he's making our club a winning team. And I'm like, oh, we're, we act, we're going to keep oh, him okay, now. Okay, leave him in then. Yeah, leave him in. He was, he but actually was hired in-house. Put him in and leave him in, coach. Yeah. And let's talk about the best moment of all of baseball this season. Orioles manager Buck Showalter oh, got fired. He is so annoying. Wasn't he the guy that walked uh, Barry Bonds on a full on a basis? He he was so. he intentionally walked Barry Bonds bases loaded, which drove in a run because Barry Bonds was Barry Bonds, and actually that worked because the other guy lined out and that was the end of the game. And I was like, why would you do that? It's like it's such an obvious showing. It's like you are better than my entire team, and you're gonna drive us into the ground if we don't intentionally walk you. It's that like, reminds me of the game Nats Cubs. It was, I think it was like last year or something. Yeah. Um, the Which Cubs game? walked Harper six times. Wait, really? Yeah. They were, um, Joe Madden took him completely out of the ball game. They ended up winning, the Cubs did. That's they, true. They, they took Harper out, and in an interview later, Harper said it was the best game of his life to know that the Cubs feared him. Oh, his, yeah. He bats like 500 against them. Right, yeah. So. Yeah, I wish we had uh, Bryce Harper. <laughs> we could just let, like <laughs> mash the Cubs every game. Yeah, but no, because we're a mid mid market team and we don't have that much money because of that. Yay, hey, so we just rely on we we rely on rookies to carry on team, which has kept us like winning over the past like ten years. Mm-hmm. But when you have okay, so this is I'm gonna rant for a little bit. It was like uh, we it was against the Brewers and it was like two one Brewers and it was like I think it was like a it was a single. And he went from second base. He was coming home, or something like like the Bruce made an error. And it was like our chance to get a run, but Greg Garcia trips when he goes to home base, and trips on the midway to home base. So he has to go back, and we end up losing the game, and we end up getting swept. And that's kind of like what happens when your team, you know, gets carried by rookies. I mean, it's great because we haven't had a losing season since 2007, but we have to have some experience in there. So I mean, that's my little my little rant about the Cardinals. I was just like, oh god. Why did we, you know, why did he trip? You know, that was the entire sentiment of the Cardinals fan base that day. I feel like tripping is not something that really you could leave down to a rookie or not, though. Yeah, but I mean... I haven't... I didn't trip while running any more freshman year than I am sophomore year. But it's just symbolic like, of, like... I mean, yes, but at the same time, tripping is not a thing that varies based on your experience. That's true. And in fact, it, honestly, if you're more experienced, you'll probably trip more because you're older. That's I true, yeah. Ryan Howard in a postseason game, uh, he tripped on the way running to first base and he broke 
like I don't know what it's called because I'm not like science and anatomy of f that. But he broke this part on on his foot, his ankle, his, like the front part on of his the foot. front part of his foot. And he, I mean, he's slow, he's fat, but the the player at third bobbled it. And if he was safe, the Phillies would have won. They would have made it into the NLCS, but they didn't. When was this year? Twenty eleven. Yeah. Oh yeah, we played them in twenty eleven. Oh yeah, because and I was just sitting there because I I'm not a big fan of the Cardinals. I'm just like you fucking idiot, get over there. And, <laughs> yeah. And as I say this, Dave is looking at the color of the ceiling. <laughs> I'm paying zero. Completely immune. Yeah, I, mean, I, oh, I don't know. I gotta talk about the 2011 game five of the NLDS. That was a great game because it was between Chris Carpenter, not Matt Carpenter, Chris Carpenter, who was a really good pitcher, and uh, what was uh, Roy Holiday, who's all who's probably gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Like, or at least the Phillies Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame, but he's like, he's really good. That's my point. And like, it was a, it was like, the first inning we get like a triple and then like a sacrifice fly, one run, and that's it. And there's two complete games. They both pitchers throw a complete game, but we end up winning because we got that first run. I was like, wow, this is an amazing game. Like a total pitcher's duel. Like that's my kind of my favorite kind of game because like usually like pitchers get absolutely whacked. You know, like four runs, you know, four to five, or you know, something like that. And when you can see like a pitcher's really showing their stuff, and like you know, really being good, it's like it's great. You know. And one re- real quick thing about Roy Holiday, I, you know, oh, pray yeah. for him and all, cause yeah. you know, pray for that his family, cause he died in a plane crash, and yeah. we were at, um, we went to the Toronto Blue Jays opening night, and they yeah. did the whole ceremony for him, and we saw that, and it was a really really cool moment because they brought his family out and you could see his yeah. kids there and it was just yeah it really, was really really powerful moment yeah, but really I think we guy. should stop doing baseball because we've been ranting about this for like five times yeah. the time that yeah. basketball has been going but no actually it was about the same really? yeah yeah okay, all right so football, football time Baker Mayfield let's talk about the Cleveland Browns oh yeah okay all right Baker first Mayfield. off let me just say this right quick right 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 now okay I am a Browns fan and therefore, watching the Browns win is amazing. It's like I'm not a Browns fan, but I'm a Baker Mayfield fan because of his, you know, so, being the Sooners, and I'm a Sooners fan. So I'm like Baker Mayfield. A cool. couple weeks ago, on Thursday Night Football, the Browns managed their first win in I think five or six hundred days. Yep. Yeah, that's about right. After Tyrod Taylor. Went down with injury, with and Baker Mayfield finally got in the game. With a concussion. Yeah, that's, that's what it yeah. was ruled at, at the end of the game. That and was a great game. Tyrod Taylor's going to go down in uh, Cleveland history books. <laughs> yeah. Just for getting it's like hurt. The, it's it's like, the, like the guy who was playing in Tom front Brady. of Tom Brady yeah. all those years ago and needs to be in the Patriots Hall of Fame because <laughs> yeah. he got hurt. He needs to, Tom Brady needs to build a shrine of him outside um, his mansion. Yeah. Be like, this but, is the so, guy that allowed me to play. The Browns won. The Browns yeah. won a game. And then the Browns won another game. Yeah, now the Browns the are actually looking like a decent yeah, team. Yeah, the Browns are tied like with the two, Steelers. Yeah, they're like 2-2-1. Two, two yeah. The Steelers. Oh, who cares about the Steelers? And, I, I don't actually, know anyone who Here's something even more Steelers. impressive. Yeah, no, no. I, no yeah. one. No one we know no likes one the Steelers. Not, no one likes the Steelers. No, so here's something even more impressive. They should be 3-1-1. One, one. Yeah. They got screwed out of a game after the refs reviewed a play... This After another Oakland, play had right? already occurred, this was against Oakland, right? This, yes, this was this against was Oakland. This was the overtime. So game. the refs made a call that they couldn't call. They reviewed something they couldn't review. Bottle gate, and the Browns lost. Bottle gate scandal all over again. The Browns are looking good. My prediction: 
Two more seasons. This year, next year, the year after. They're out of the playoffs. The year after that, they're in the playoffs and they're going deep. Yeah. That's my prediction. I can say that. Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett is going to be Defensive Player of the Year. I'm just so One happy, of these honestly. years. Because you know why? I've had all year these people are like, oh, Baker Busfield, he's going to be trash. And I'm like, just watch him. Just watch me prove all of everybody I know yeah. wrong. And that's that's actually, and you can, you're about to talk about this, I know. Yeah. But that is what Baker Mayfield has done his whole life. Oh, yeah. Take yeah. it away. You're the Oklahoma fan. Okay. Give us his entire life story. Okay. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Don't mess up your knee more. Yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. I just got excited. Anyway, so when he was in high school, like, he was kind of like, he was short, right? He was probably like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, just but then tiny he for a quarterback. Just tiny. Like, and then he got the starting gig, and he led, like, I think it was either to one or two state championships. They're Lake Travis High School. And, like, then nobody got him, right? He's 6'1 now. So nobody got him. He went. He walked on at Texas Tech, right? He became the offensive player of the year for the Big 12 conference. He still was, like, they for some reason they, like, snubbed him and got another starting quarterback. And so he just kind of just showed up at Oklahoma tryouts. He didn't even, like, talk to the coach, talk to uh, uh, Bob Stoops. He was just like, hey, I'm here now. And Bob Stoops was like, okay, 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 Fair. okay. We'll take you. Okay. And then, like, so that means he's a two-time walk-on, right? And, like, he goes on to become the starting QB at, at uh, Baker Mayfield. At, at, at Baker Mayfield. Oh, oh, gosh. At what now? At, uh, at the Sooners. The Sooners team, right? And so, like, at Oklahoma. That's what I meant to say. There we I'm go. Just, I'm, took a while. I'm, took a while. I'm here. Um, and then, like, he, he put on, like, two first. First of all, he put on, like, a really strong season almost Heisman, and then 2016, he put on a really strong, another season, he was like third, or like third or fourth in Heisman voting, and then he goes and gets his Heisman season, and like, two-time walk-on to Heisman winner, I think it was against Oklahoma State, he threw for 598 yards, 598 yards, and had a passing rating for that season of 198, which is the, the record all-time for any call, any quarterback in NCAA history, not even Sooners history, not even Big 12 history, NCAA history. So he could be single-handedly the greatest passer. Because he played for like six years. No, he played for, okay, so he played for Texas Tech. It was five years. And that was, that's all the Baker Mayfield rule. They adapted that. So the Baker Mayfield rule is that basically if you're a walk on, like a walk-on, walking on to another college, like a two-time walk-on or something, um, you can play the next season. If you're a walk-on already, like initially a walk-on, you didn't get a scholarship. So if you transfer from one place to another, and you were walking initially, you can go ahead and go play for that season. But Baker Mayfield had to sit out for that season because the rule wasn't in effect yet. It was his rule. And um, so, yeah, I mean, and then he just, like, like everybody was like, oh, you know, questioning about his character. And yeah, you know, there are obvious questions about his character. I mean, the public intoxication incident was pretty bad. You know, when I heard that, I was like, really? Come on, dude. That so, is every Browns quarterback I have ever heard of. Yeah, that's true. But... Have any of them done anything? Not really. I mean, Johnny Manziel. Oh God! But he didn't do anything. He didn't bring uh, Cleveland their first win in over five hundred days. Right? right, Johnny Manziel. I mean, just... and also, and actually, let me just say real quick, Johnny Manziel. He's playing in the Canadian Football League. Oh yeah. His first. I don't know what he's done really since then, but his first game, he had four interceptions at halftime. Oh yeah. Four interceptions in the Canadian Football League. at halftime against like. 
the level of competition you might see in a an average like right. collegiate football game. Like the also the difference between Manziel and Mayfield is that Manziel was always everybody knew he was an asshole. It was like everybody on the A and M team didn't really like him. He was like he's good, but we don't like him. Like people on Baker Mayfield's team, he was all about team first, and everybody loved him there. Like every like fans, coaches, players, yep. they were like all you know. They're like Baker Mayfield is great. All right. Anyway, now and that like, we've got his life story. Yeah. So, so he's Browns. Browns are coming up. Baker Mayfield is going to be good. Miles Garrett is going to be legendary. Jarvis Landry is going to be good. Jarvis Landry is, I think, the f- youngest to 500 receptions. Nice. And this rookie, Denzel Ward, yeah. is going to be really good. Oh, yeah. Big time. So the Browns are coming up. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um, they have some really good tools. Let me just teams. say, I, I have actually, no one has said this in a long time. But I am a Browns fan, and I have hope for the future. Yay! That's something. Um, that's something new for the future. Meanwhile, Browns. teams having great years. The Rams. Yeah. The Rams are killing it. I've and seen the Chiefs. You know who's the not Chiefs. killing it? The Falcons. Okay. Um. Let's let's oh, talk. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the Chiefs for a minute. Okay. So, I was watching the Chiefs, and I forget what game it was, but I watched them. Oh, it was it was the Broncos. Chiefs Broncos. And as I'm watching, they have the ball first. And I'm like, this offense is really good. So I'm like, why are they not, like, locks to win the Super Bowl? That was when I watched their defense. Oh, yeah. Their defense is horrible. so bad. Yeah, their defense is Their defense is, is horrendous. The Broncos, they're yeah. good. They're not great. And they were getting, like, 15-yard runs every other play. Right. That's insane. Like, like... I also, for me, it was like, with the Kansas City hype, I'm not going to buy into the hype just yet, because they did this last year, and they did this like a couple years ago, and it, like, they were 9-0 in yeah, one of these years, yeah. and they, they've done this a lot too, but like yeah. 5-0, a good start mm-hmm. to the season, and in all those years? Never lasts. Um, did they have any playoff wins? No. No playoff wins. So, so I'm like, okay, win a playoff game, and then we'll talk. This is what I've always said about any sport. I don't care how good your offense is. Defense Win Super wins Super championships. Bowl. Defense wins Super Bowls. Defense wins World so Series. So if you Defense have, wins. I don't care if you have the NCAA best titles, offense the NBA league finals. has ever seen, which is pretty much what the Chiefs have. The Chiefs yeah. have a legendarily good offense. I don't care how good it is. If you can't stop a guy, yeah, you can't trade touchdowns and win. That's true. Yeah, because you're going to come against a team that has a good offense and a good defense, yeah. and you have no answers. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's why the Sooners didn't win. Okay, I don't know if this is possible because I don't really know how the leagues work, but let's just say the Chiefs and the Patriots meet in either the Divisional Championships or the Super Bowl. I'm not sure which one they would meet in. Are they in the NFC? Um, I don't know, and I don't particularly care. Anyway, let's just say that happens. The Chiefs have no prayer of stopping playoffs, Patriots playoff offense. Yeah. Like, the Eagles barely managed it with, like, a ton of luck. Right. And they had the second-best defense in the league. Oh, no, they can meet in the uh, conference championship. Conference championship, okay. But the Patriots, or, the, the Chiefs, do not have a defense that would literally even touch Tom Brady. Right. Literally, I am not exaggerating, would not touch the man. All I want to say about the Chiefs' defense Would not get a fingertip on him. This ain't it, Chief. That's what I want to say. I, I have to agree. As much as I hate the joke, I have to agree. That ain't it, Chiefs. 
Hey, Chiefs. Um, but anyway, Rams. The Rams are having a really good season. Yeah, that's actually great. a hype I'm going to buy into. Um, on the Chiefs, the offense, Patrick Mahomes, he's mm-hmm. on pace for a record-breaking season. True. Uh, he's throwing so many touchdowns, all these yards. Oh, big time. Didn't he have, like, 13 passing touchdowns in his first two games? I think so, yeah. To, like, 12 that's or 13. Insane. That's insane. That's wild. Um, Raiders. What are you doing, man? <laughs> John Gruden. Like, oh, boy. oh God. Yeah, uh, the no. only reason that the Raiders even beat the Browns was because someone in the league office said, all right, the, the Raiders need a win. Yeah. Get him the win against the Browns where no one will actually notice. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I bet they also have a trash defense, too. Oh, boy. I just see. looked here. Uh, Dallas Cowboys have the uh, 29th offense in the league, which is Perfect. great. Great. Perfect. Who likes the Redskins? I hate both. Ooh, hey, yeah. Hey. Um, Le'Veon Bell. Ah, so he so is still holding insert, out. Insert um, he said he'd here. come back like week eight, which is the Steelers' bye week. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, right now, the Eagles are probably leading and contending to trade for him because their running back is out with injury. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles with Lev Bell, that would be awesome. Yeah. The, yeah, no, that'd um, be great. Tell me, you've got the thing pulled up. Can the Eagles and the Rams meet in the Super uh, Bowl? Let's see. Eagles, Rams. So Rams are in the NFC. Eagles are in the NFC, too. So okay. it'll be in well, the conference Anyway, conference championships. That would be one hell of a game. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell and the Eagles versus the Rams. That, yeah, that'd oh, be man, cool. That'd, that'd be, be a great game. Insane. I just hope it'll be better than the Vikings-Eagles game last year. That was a terrible game. For the everybody except for the Eagles standpoint. All right. Um, if, uh, let's yeah, see. So Jimmy Garoppolo and his ACL oh, yeah. are no longer together. They've had a they've had a hard breakup. <laughs> uh, his um, ACL said a lot of you, pain, a lot of pain, a lot of tears. His ACL just said it's not you, it's um, me. But we just need to see yeah. other people. Um, that's what we've got for football. Oh, also, I want to uh, bring another example for defense. This is going to be like short, but oh yeah, um, totally. this is the World Cup. Argentina defense terrible, absolute trash. The reason we went all the way in 2014 was because we had a good defense. We had Mascherano was uh, you know the lead us in, and yeah, that's the reason why. Now we suck because of our defense is trash. Anyway, that's, that's why that's why that. Duke hasn't really done much in the postseason the past few years because freshmen cannot play defense. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's that's all we got for football. And I we're guess we're going to hockey. Slide it over to about a minute of hockey. And yeah. it's only a minute of hockey because I'm standing here with two hoodlums who have no clue what like hockey. Even I watched is. a game once. The, oh, okay. the Philadelphia Sabers. Yeah, great. So uh, the one team I'd like to say the Toronto Maple Leafs oh, right yeah. now. Crazy. So we've played five games so far, and I'd say um, five games being played. Let's just put this into perspective. I'd say if you get like one goal per game, one goal, one assist per game, you know, you're doing really well. Austin Matthews right now has nine goals in five games. And he also leads the league in with twelve points. Someone's tied with him for twelve points, and that is Morgan Riley, who is also happens to be on the Maple Leafs. Third in points is the new pickup Johnny T. Who has a motherfucking number of 10 points, which is third in the league, and no one else has this. Mm-hmm. Then you have Mitch Marner, come on, another 10 points. So you already have three centers, their three lines, their first line with second line and third line has an elite player who has more points than 
any other player in the league. Right. And you have, just coming up over here, Johnny T got traded from the Islanders to the Maple Leafs is having an insane breakout season. I know it's only five games in, and I know the people around me have no clue what I'm saying. But, I'm you know, five games, five games played, six goals, four assists. Oh, yeah. I already? That's pretty is good. Is insane. So, 144 points in his career, is that good or bad? What? He had, like, 144 points in his career. Is that good or bad for Austin Matthews? For Austin Matthews? Well, he's, um, he's, he's very young. He's yeah. on a rookie now. He's on his rookie rook. game, two two years ago, his rookie yeah. game, he got four goals. You know, a hat oh, trick wow. is impressive yeah. when you have three yeah, goals yeah, 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 yeah. He got four goals I, I, in the game. I understand soccer, so I know, you know, that's, yeah. that's really so, nice. That never happened in soccer, by the way. This, this guy... This guy right here, John Tavares, is sculpting an incredible career right now. He's played 674 games hmm. in hockey, which is a, quite a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of games. And he was drafted in 2009, you know, first overall pick, and he's got 631 points to go along with those games. Right. And he's just being, he's just a force to be reckoned with, and so are the Maple Leafs. And Matthews, nine goals in five games. He's insane. He's always been insane. I've always thought of him very highly, and I just want to say, he's played 149 games. He has 144 points. His plus-minus is 26. Do any of you guys know what plus-minus yes. is? Yeah. yeah. That's okay. a huge thing in basketball. Yeah. It's a huge thing in hockey. If yours is over zero, it's, you're, good. You're, you're good. And 26 this yeah. early in the game just signifies yeah. how much the Toronto Maple yeah, Leafs impact have made impact. Right. Yeah. And I just, I'm kind of worried because Toronto Maple Leafs fans are really insufferable, and like they they're, can be. They're like they're kind of like English fans. I bet they're gonna pull this thing that's like it's coming home to Toronto. No, they're you not. Know? They're, no, they're not. They are because they're that level they're of Canadians. They're Canadians. They they'll they'll just it. say sorry. They just say sorry. Yeah. Sorry. 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 We won the. Sorry. sorry. We took your trophy. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, sorry. All right. What else you got? Anything? Nothing. Cause that was over a minute. Alright, perfect. Um, last thing, is I want to hit running. And okay. I got two things to talk about with running. The first thing, wow, this is a really good time for marathons right now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in the last, like, two months, okay, in the Berlin Marathon, Eliud Kipchoge yeah. went out and set the um, world record in the marathon. Yeah. Um, it's two hours and... That's what I'm looking up. Two minutes, two or one minute. One minute. Two. Uh, all right, I don't know, um, but it was like two o two ish, roughly. Oh wow. Two o two low, good. I think. That's very good. Um, and then his unofficial time is two hours his, and yes, seconds. Because um, you know he's gone out. It, he, so Nike did this whole thing where they wanted to break the two hour. He, he went two o one thirty nine officially. That's oh, yeah. an official world record. Two o one three nine. Two hours, one minute, 39 seconds, sorry, uh, for yeah. you non-runners. Yep. That is so fast. That is incredibly fast. Okay, that a marathon is 26.2 miles, yes? Yep. That's about no, 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 a no, 430 that. mile. That's about a 430 mile. Yeah. For can, 26 can, miles. Uh, I can't do that I can for run. a mile. A 430 mile plus a minute is what I can do. Yeah. That's it. Um, That's all right. Boys. And after that, um, in the Tokyo Marathon... Mm-hmm. Uh, someone set the Japanese record for a marathon, two hours six minutes eleven seconds. Okay. Got a hundred billion yen for it, which is that's that's like two dollars. Nine hundred k. That's like two dollars. That's right? nine hundred k. 
Um, okay, so that's a lot. hundred. And then was it a hundred billion? A hundred million. Okay. I think. Um, and then, and then in the so Chicago bad. Marathon, yeah. Mo Farah went out and he ran the European record. It was, um, I think, 205.11, hmm. I think. I see. This is crazy. Mo Farah's a beast. Mo Farah's insane. He, I don't know, that's, that's wild. He, yeah. he won, he's he's won five, the 5K and the 10K at the Olympics, two, year, two Olympics in a row. Does he have he's, the record for the No time for stopping. I don't think so. I don't think it's he has somebody else. It's somebody else now. It's somebody recent. Uh, um, but John was looking up his boy Johnny T because he's got anyway, who he is. Anyway, yeah. so this is insane. Marathon world records do not come by quickly. Why are there being so many records set right now? Kipchoge is going to be the first under two, and it's going to happen within the next three years. I know. I'm calling it right now. He will break two hours in the next yeah. three years. Oh, it's Bekele who has the uh, world record uh, okay. for 1237. 1237. Yeah, that's okay. That's um, I know uh, mo- most people can't go n- under double that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah if no, you, that's, if that's you guys don't know how fast that is. Uh, so a 5K is 3.1 miles. And 12 minutes and 37 seconds like on that. That's a four-minute four mile. Yeah. Yeah, that's about a four-minute mile. Yeah. Almost flat. exactly. Four-minute flat. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's the point one. Yeah. Um, okay. The other thing I want to talk about. In college, pre-nationals are happening yeah. as we speak. As we speak. Um, so they've had two men's races finish right now. Manhattan's just as do, we speak. Yeah, that, that's just high school. No yeah. one cares. Um, <laughs> real quick. So in one of the two, eight, they do 8Ks. In one of the two that's happened right now, BYU, not only did they win, they scored 29 points. Okay, I, that I, is so low. Okay, so um, oh yeah, for cross basically is this like is this the cross quick, country yes. rating? Oh, okay, cross that is country really scoring. Low. So that basically, it's just you that add up what places your guys got, and then only a certain number can displace the people beneath yeah. them. Anyway, so if you have there a first are thirty, place, if you're so first place, first place you get one is one point. You want to have the places. lowest score. Okay? Second place is two points, and then it goes from there. There are thirty-five teams here. Yeah, twenty-nine points. That's that is insane. Okay, so in high school, a lot of teams in meets with three teams do not get 29. No, yeah. Ten teams, it's almost impossible to get 29. They have 35 teams here. Yeah. They went 1, 4, 5, 7, 12. It means they were this close to sweeping the meet. 1, 4, 5, 7, 12. That's super fast. That's uh, like Washington did really well. Syracuse did really well. UCLA and Notre Dame to round out the top really five well. in that one. In the other race, uh, Northern Arizona... Stanford, Colorado, Oregon, of course, and Wyoming. Yeah. So that's a lot of speed. Yep. Um, really good race. Good good things to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know Makes enough sense. about collegiate running to know who's going to be good. Yeah. But dang, BYU, that's insane. Yeah. 20. You, you guys don't understand how insane that, that is. is. No, I understand. That's in, in other sports. Let me. Let me Consider the equivalents in other sports. That's a, that's roughly scoring 175 points in basketball. Yeah. Um, like 65 or 70 that's, in the that's NFL. Like, that's like beating like, a team 7 to what? 1 in soccer. 12 or 13 goals in hockey or, or soccer. 7 to that's 1 in insane. soccer. That's uh, insane. That is Brazil. a score that never happens. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in to the All Sports Considered podcast. I know you're not still listening. Yeah. We're not still listening. No, we're, we're not, not paying no, attention. No. Yeah. Um, 
Even, even our yeah. friends and family members. Make sure you rate out. us, continue to listen to us, tell everyone you know about us. Yeah. Uh, put us in their ears and make them listen to us. Hell yeah. Just because jam the headphones Thank in their you. Ears. Yes, just mm-hmm. anything you can, please do. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, all of our, like, one or two loyal listeners, yes. we love you. Who are they? I don't know. All right, um, Taiki, if you're watching anyway. this, thank you. <laughs> Taiki, we love you. Thank you, um, love you, man. All right, awesome. thanks, and thank we'll you. see you the next time. Peace. See you, she said. See you.